here in the Koinonia kitchen with my friend Lee Kimball. How are you doing, Lee? I am just a thrill a minute, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Lee? It's the holidays, and all of us are going to be dealing with family. Family gatherings, family meals, family vacations. I mean, there's a lot to do with family when it comes to the holidays. And for some of us, that can be difficult. We can find ourselves falling back into old roles. Ever ha happened to you? Yeah, um, I would deal with it. I mean, it's it's a, a, a it would be a long answer to a short question, but you know there was a time in my life where I was the problem, and so before I even got there, even and then when I made some changes in my life, when I showed up. You know, you, you, some they expected the black sheep. Yeah, and it, it took a good long time for them to uh, realize. realize that I had taken Maybe. the black out of my sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of us were born into a family, and not everyone has the opportunity to grow up with those people, but everybody develops a family group nonetheless. So we learn from, from birth how to fit in. One of the instincts we have, that social instinct, mm -hmm. want to find our place to belong. Uh, and I think that family is our first bond, or it's intended to be. Yeah. Yeah. So we learn about everything from those on whom we depend at first. And their view of the world is going to color our own. And eventually, we may separate and break free. And then when we have to go back to the old ways, mm -hmm. it can be difficult. Um, you know, it's like a family, there's a old, uh, Yiddish word shtick, mm -hmm. the family shtick, you know? And if, if you're going, if you had moved on from dysfunctional patterns in a family and you change, but going back to the family and some of those dynamics are just going to be uncomfortable Yeah, at best. Yeah. Yeah, patterns, behaviors, beliefs, tendencies. That's what we mean by shtick. And we're, and we're talking about getting along and going along when you don't think that way anymore. You know, um, it, it's different once we've developed our own opinions and our own, especially if we've changed behaviors, like you said earlier. And, you know, our understanding is different. Mm -hmm. So going back to the place where it all started can be tough because we feel like we're supposed to play by the family rules again. Yeah, okay. Well, old issues sometimes lurk. And what do you feel when an old issue is lurking? <laughs> <laughs> I get like frustrated. I get like uh, uncomfortable or irritation. Maybe I get irritated. Like I might not say anything, but when they say this one thing over and over, I get I feel it, like the hairs on my neck or my muscles in my neck tighten. And another thing that can contribute it, to it for, that I've seen is uh, my expectations. My expectations when I, if I go into the situation thinking about this is going to be bad. It will be. 
just spoken into existence bad. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that today we could, if we're going to be dealing with sticky situations, maybe we should talk about some strategies that will help people get through the holiday family dynamics. Strategies and tools. Yeah, because it's, it's important to know what you don't want to happen. Okay. Yep. You yep. know, you don't want to fall into an old role if you've worked really hard to, to not be in that old role anymore. And l- learning to co- uh, not cooperate, communicate. You know, communicate your feelings, communicate your beliefs. I mean, it can be empowering to me, but how's it going to be received? And yeah, you have to like, kind of. So let's let's start. Let's let's talk about being ready for the encounter, because that's what you were talking about with expectations. You know, before um, before a matador goes into the bull ring, he gets centered. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I'm not saying that, you know, you know what's coming. It's going to be physically, emotionally, and spiritually challenging to you if you're going back to a place where um, you've made changes on purpose. You've made intentional changes in your life but you're going back to a place and you haven't seen those people um, in that role. Are they, have they made those intentional changes or are they still the way they were when you saw them last and you don't know. So you're, you, you gotta get centered. So getting ready for the encounter is really important because I think that I can get most hurt when I'm taken off guard. You know, you're not prepared. I'm not prepared. Like, be a Boy Scout again. Be prepared. You know, prep yourself. For some of you that go to 12-step meetings, go to more 12-step meetings before you go home, before you revisit the family meeting. Um, For those of you that don't, do your spiritual work. Do your journaling in the morning. Do do your things. Ask for help. Say, I'm going to be going into uncharted waters and and I'm nervous, so be there with me. Do the work before. Any yeah. other? Yeah, be I ready was, for the encounter. I was a dysfunctional child till I was about 35. <laughs> and the, the good news is that once I took steps to overcome that and move, move towards a more healthy perspective and attitude, it wasn't like I showed up one day and... I've changed and everybody reacts differently to me. Yeah, I know. It, what it took was a sustained period of change because they're, they're looking at the situation with their expectations, yeah. you know, and so are, am I going to be the one that causes disruption, right. you know, and, uh, but that can change. For, for those of you listening that have made big changes in your life and you're, you're living a new way of life, you still have to deal with consequences and and mm. consequences come from old behavior so somebody expecting you to act inappropriately because you always acted inappropriately before at family functions that's a little bit on you still mm-hmm. the people what lee's saying is that people have to get used to the changes you've made and they have it has to become a new record look at your record. We always say it's got to be a new record where they can look at the record and know that, okay, maybe I can trust that Lee is not going to embarrass me in front of my kids, Mm -hmm. bring up something painful from my past 
and and throw it out in front of people, whatever the thing is, whatever the old behaviors are. But usually old behaviors in families is about either dependence or dominance. It's that social interaction. Where do you fit? Were you dominating? Um, did you need attention so you acted badly because you could get attention if you were bad and the good kids didn't get noticed? You know, whatever it is, those old roles. So be aware of what your old role was and then choose not to relive it. But be ready for the encounter. That's the first tip. Be ready. Do your work before you go. Know who's going. Who are you going to this family reunion? And and know that they may not know what to expect. Mm-hmm. True? True. And again, like their perceptions from the past as well as often they they can have their own dysfunction. Right. You know, and uh, I've got to be ready for that too. Put my right. tools together and right. prep. And have it. So let's go to some of the things, the tools. I'm going to say for the second thing, um, keep the interactions light. Approach the exchange with a positive, happy outlook and steer conversations to upbeat topics. For example, if you are politically opposed to the, to the things that your sister thinks, don't talk politics. I mean, why start a fight? You don't have to go to every fight you're invited to. So keeping things light, um, it will be easy. Avoid serious conversations with somebody who you're not sure is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trustworthiness is earned. And if you have a, a family member who has not earned trust, it's okay to avoid serious conversations with them. I've always loved that saying that trust is, it's gained by the ounce and lost by the pound. Wow. Is that how it goes? That's a, well, I don't know. That's yeah. a good saying. Well, I'm going to give the loyalty alert here. You know, just because they should be trustworthy does not mean that they are. So don't set yourself up by practicing loyalty to people who have not earned your loyalty. Loyalty is an earned gift. Um, You're loyal because somebody is consistent, you know? Yeah, and that's what I was saying before, you know, once I make the change, it's going to have to be consistent because in my situation, I had made changes in my life prior and then reverted back to my previous. So in the end, it's like, yeah, he'll never change yeah. or just they're waiting for, for something. The other shoe to drop, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this one? The third thing I'm going to say is trust your intuition. Trust yourself. It can be hard when you're surrounded with people who criticize and blame. If that's your family of origin, if that's what you're walking into, it's important to know your truth and then walk in it. And walk in it with confidence because your truth is what you live day in and day out and it won't change just because it's Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving or New Year's Day. It's it's your truth every day of the year, not just for holidays. Absolutely. Yeah. If something doesn't feel right... Um, you're not a child anymore. You don't have to sit there and take it. You can get up and leave. You are the only authority in your life. So trust your inst- your intuition. I, I believe it's a working part of your mind. But when you get to that point, it's, um, you know, you have to 
the, the, th the saying that keeps coming in my mind is to thine own self be true. Right. So I have to be true to myself. And, but like they, they, there's a saying, say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't say it mean. Well, that's actually one of the next things. So let's move into that one. That's a tip from the friends at uh, Al-Anon, a 12-step program for people that love uh, somebody who, who qualifies as an alcoholic. And, and they learn how to live with alcoholism when it's not their own. And so Al-Anon, it's a great uh, program. If you need that help, it's, you can go to alanon.org and you'll find help. And that's what they say. So say it again. Say what you mean. Mean what you say, but and, don't say it mean. Right. So do you want to mend the relationship or do you want to tear it apart? Those are your choices and your words will set the tone. You can be respectful and firm, but not abrasive. Yeah. So use your words uh, wisely. For example, when mom, when you criticize me about the weight I've put on, I shut down and I won't want to spend time with you. So maybe we should talk about something different if you want me to spend time with you. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, you're just taking responsibility for your part of the situation, but you're not saying it mean. It's not like, shut up, mom, leave me alone. Or I can't even imagine the other things people say, but I hear that they say worse things than that. So but mom may not be able to hear that. Right. So that's in yourself is where you have to. Uh, it has to be enough that you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that you took, that you said, and then, and if she continues and say, well, you know what, I'm going to excuse myself and go for a walk. And that's the, that's the um, fifth thing. We, the say what you mean, mean what you say, and don't say it mean is the fourth topic. The fifth one is have simple ways out available. You know, um, when you're uncomfortable for one reason or another, have an outlet. Uh, you know, uh, I remember one Thanksgiving, I took my two kids uh, to Tampa to spend some time with family mm -hmm. that I didn't spend a lot of time with. And my, my, one of my children had severe ADHD, and I forgot her medication. Oh. And I knew that this family was not going to be able to tolerate what that meant so we went to two movies you know <laughs> we went to two movies and you know holiday movies are really fun yeah going to the movie theater during holidays it, you're not the only one there's a lot of people that do it but that was a way out for me having your own car so that you can drive away um again any of you 12 steppers out there Excuse yourself to go to a meeting. Find a meeting and go to your meeting, whether it's Al-Anon, AA, NA, OA, whatever your meeting is, see if there's a meeting in the area and excuse yourself to go to that. And but, you said, have a way out. Yeah. And one of the things with that is if I go to a party in, mm -hmm. the, in the holidays, I would want to park further away because I don't want to get blocked in. Right. If I need to escape, if it's becoming very uncomfortable right you know bring your workout clothes and say um, I'm, I'm gonna go change I'm gonna go for a walk or a run or you know I saw they had a planet fitness that's open you know I'm gonna go there I'm a member and I can go to anyone or whatever it is but 
have simple ways out available because you you know what you need and if you need a break take the break can i go back to one thing that you sure. said before the uh oh my goodness i believe i may have lost it okay well let's let's keep going and it'll come back what about if you say no sometimes because <laughs> one of the earmarks of family dysfunction is the role of the people pleaser will be played by you know and <laughs> and when you're that people pleaser and you can't say no it's a funny thing that happens inside you you're kind of getting what you need but you're also getting resentful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and people will take what you offer have you found that i mean i i think that it, it when my own needs get lost in the equation, um, I, I need to learn how to say no or to speak up for what my truth is um, because it's hard. It can be hard to be in a family relationship where I always was the people pleaser mm-hmm. and now I'm not. Maybe I've grown some healthy boundaries. Maybe I've, I've done some work and I want to be able to say, you know, no, I'm not really comfortable with that. Or no, if I take that on, I'll miss all the conversation. And I want to hear, I haven't seen my other siblings for a long time. I don't want to be, unless we all go in and work on it together or something like that. But we need to um, speak our truth. Many of us are hesitant to speak our truth with our family. And one of the hardest things to say is, I need help or no, I don't want to do that. And that just brought me back to what I was thinking earlier. You spoke about communication. I have a brother that is one of my top favorite people in the world. But maybe 18, 19 years ago, he wanted nothing to do with me. He was, it, I, was, I was a disappointment. I was a cause of angst. And what happened was, as the relationship was allowed to grow, after I like I said, made some changes in my life. One of the things that at one point had to become dealt with was politically, we are on opposite sides of the spectrum. And at some point it was, I don't know if it was a sit down conversation, but we both kind of determined that it's not a topic for us. Yeah. So when we get together, we don't talk politics. I accept that his positions are different than mine. And you know what? He's entitled to them. But here's the thing, Lee. Then you had to go through an uncomfortable season where you two came to that conclusion. Oh, yeah. So that's if you're facing that uncomfortable season this year, listeners, just know it's a season. And once you communicate what your needs are, you the season that you never have to revisit that season you don't have a struggle with your brother over that anymore not at all yeah but you know another thing i was i was when i was a kid i was considered husky Mm -hmm. and i remained large i mean i was way overweight for a good deal of of my life and then uh, that would be something that and i don't know if it was intentional but my brother would make his digs about my weight right and you know in that earlier time, he would make digs at me about my political views. You know, he'd make digs and he'd make digs. Not anymore. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. You know, when we, 
the, the next thing I want to say is we need to look for patterns and recognize the pattern and see if it's positive or if it's destructive. Um, some of us that uh, have studied the 12 steps, I, I, I'm just going to put a shout out. You do not have to be an alcoholic or an addict to use the 12 step. They're, they're wonderful principles and a, a, a great guide to living a good and full life. But in one of the steps, step eight, uh, they call for people to recognize actions they take so regularly that they affect their relationships. Uh, quitting, controlling, blaming, um, being bossy, depending upon, you know, being too needy. Playing, Argumentative. Yeah, arguing, playing the victim, all of these things. These are, these are uh, behaviors, and it's funny. Behaviors will pull emotions up with them that aren't even current. Hmm. You know, when you get into the behavior, you'll start to feel something that isn't even current. It's not really happening in this holiday season, but because that behavior is maybe your, maybe your older sibling is bossy and you get defensive. You're conditioned. Yeah, and you get defensive. Okay, so, we, you know, you learned a role when you were a child, so bend into it or challenge it. Because it is your choice. You know, it might be a default setting, but you can reset that. And maybe talking to the person is going to help them too. Like saying, wow, you know what I'm noticing is I'm shutting down from you. But I think, I think you're, I, I feel like you're being bossy like when we were kids. What do you, do you, are you feeling me turning off? What, what do you think? And because adults can talk about things like that. You're not a kid anymore. You're an adult. And you can speak up for that inner child that was hurt as, as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The last thing I'm going to say is pay attention to the good qualities. Everybody brings a good quality with them to the party. It, it, it might be uh, that they're not drooling. <laughs> okay. I mean, you might have to might have to really look, but the deal is it's easy to complain about negativity when it comes to our family. But if you want to be happy and free, concentrate on the good things. Speak them out. Compliment people. Share your pleasure. It will rock the status quo, especially if you haven't been doing it. And another thing that you had mentioned, if you want to help somebody, be helpful. You know, that, that's a, a big deal, you know, yeah. because that's indicative of, of change. And whatever, whatever part I can work on is my responsibility to work on. I have no responsibility or I'm not able. I have no power over what they're going to do. Right. You know, so it just, again, to my own self be true, not be the disturbance that I had been in the past. Right. And you wear them down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because most relationships are either based on love or fear. And if you can focus that you want to base your relationships on love, then you will change because love is service. Just what you said, Lee. Love is service. You will help them. You You will run and grab the door. You will carry the groceries in. Love is service. And it can be painful to be with family. Or it can be wonderful. Hmm. And it just depends on if you're in fear or if you're in love. And love changes everything. So change the rules a little bit. Avoid the fights and the grudges. Focus on the positive. 
Converse with love and respect. Stop people-pleasing and be true to your own needs and desires. And then look for the good qualities and speak them out. The time we spend with family is short-lived. Choose to enjoy it before you even leave your house. Mm -hmm. Choose to enjoy it. Ask your higher power for help. Have a way out if you need it. But it can be wonderful. The holidays and the family dynamics can be good. It's funny, when we were naming this podcast, we were thinking of struggle. Because holiday and family sometimes equal struggle. But that is a choice, isn't it? Yeah, and not to be Debbie Downer, but there, there will be times when perhaps you will determine that it's just not a safe for you. Because whatever personal change you're attempting, if they're not looking at their pa- pa- patterns or, or whatever, then for me to put myself in that situation and I've seen people where they've decided and not because they've given up none of that but just decided that you know it's it's not going to be different with them right I can be different but and sometimes it's not healthy you don't have to always engage if it's not healthy for you right well as my sister Terry always taught me speak your truth even if your voice shakes Mm -hmm. and uh Go out, go forth, and love your family, guys, if you can. And if you can't, keep yourself safe and love your family of choice. You always got a family, though. I got a big family, and then I have a very small genetic family. Yeah, I, was a, well, I have a big family, but not all of them are related to me. <laughs> there you go. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, guys, happy holidays. Enjoy those families. Last thoughts, Lee? Just as you said, happy, safe holidays, and... Try and think of some of this if you find yourselves in those situations. Yeah. It will help. Thanks for listening. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.